politicians are the virus. Yeah, man, maybe I am dumb. You think you're free? You think you're free just because you can't see the cage they keep you in? Fauci jerked off a pangolin, and now we all have COVID. It's us against them, guys. Get out there and spread that love and liberty. Let's go. All right, you sexy, liberty-loving freaks. We've got a great show for you today. We've got Dustin Greenwood. He's a trucker and a businessman and and one of the organizers of the Ottawa protest, and he is inspiring as fuck. I'm ready to run through walls for this guy to defend liberty. So you can see today I'm not wearing my standard black T-shirt. I'm wearing my trucker shirt right here from my brother-in-law's trucker company because I support these truckers 100%. And I hope it comes here to America. I hope it comes to L.A. because I will be there in my truck. I I just got a regular old pickup truck, but I'll fucking be there. Someone actually asked me this week, you know, why do you always wear a black T-shirt, Matt? Are you are you fat? Are you fat and you're trying to hide it? No, you jag off. I'm not fat. I'm curvy and sexy in all the right spots. I wear black because I'm lazy and because I'm bad at fashion. And also, I remember David Duchovny wore it for every episode of Californication for about a decade, and I thought it was a decent look. So shut up. Anyway, let's not waste any time. I want to get into this. Like always, please subscribe to Super Bad Dad on YouTube and subscribe to The Dad Presents on Spotify, Rumble, iTunes, and Twitter. Don't be a government-loving, obedient little puppet. Follow Dad Presents and help us spread some fucking liberty. So let's get into it. Guys, we're with Dustin Greenwood. He's the owner of DTG Contracting. He is in Ottawa at the protest. So so first of all, Dustin, thank you for taking on this fight for the whole world, really. You guys, you guys are doing a tremendous service in the name of freedom. We appreciate you. Um, so I guess the first thing, without compromising yourself, what is your level of involvement in this whole protest? Oh, I'm just a volunteer. Um, I have good management skills. Uh, I, I assume so. Um, I was a hockey coach for eight years, uh, so I'm good at organizing, planning. I'm very punctual. I own my own company for about 12, uh, probably 15 years now. I'm getting old. Um, uh, so I'm good at management. Uh, I'm very punctual, so they, they needed people like me. Like At the beginning, it was a controlled mess. Um, Basically, everybody drove to Ottawa. I'll get I'll get to you guys in a minute. I don't think tonight. No. So, hey, relax, and I'll talk to you guys about it. If you want to come back in about an hour, I guess. And one hour. Um, there's some there's some there's always something happening there. So I I get a lot of people coming to my truck. I I I answer for about uh four four rigs and about twenty five cars. I help organize um, the things so that the people who are coordinating the protest don't have to deal with a lot. They try to take care of a lot of their own. Um, they've had oceans of support, as the world can see. Um, people bringing food, people bringing fuel, um, everything from you know everything from Tic Tacs to Tylenols to socks to you name it. Uh, you need showers, laundry services. People offering up their houses. Um, wow. You know, if you need a place to stay and you just need to get away from the lights, you know what I mean, and you need to rest your head, there was people that offered that up as well. Um, you know, at every step of the way, like it was an overwhelming support. That's probably what kept me. <coughs> Sorry. But it's probably what kept me here. Um, that and like I came for a couple of days 
I showed the people back home, you know, people were watching my kids, my mom. Uh, well, that was my next, that was, that was the next thing I wanted to ask. So you, you have a family. So, so yeah. you're away from your family now. So that's gotta be, that's gotta be a trying thing. Um, okay. Is, is that your wife right there? No, no. Sorry. I'm getting a hundred stupid message. I just try to. <laughs> okay. And, well, uh, so yeah, uh, no, well, Hey, we're live in a protest here. Things are going to happen. Yeah. Um, has it been hard being a, away from the family? I imagine there's a lot of guys like you there. What is the, what's the mindset at this point? This has been going on for a while. Do you feel like people are weakening in their resolve or are you just getting started? Not, so they have pretty much pulled at every stop. You guys know the merge. Like when you asked me for one on Thursday, I was like, dude, I'm already going to be in jail by Thursday. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, mm -hmm investigations that go down with the insurrection you know what i mean like you see the investigations that people are getting their bank accounts seized Unreal. people are people that were here for like a week and went home i've heard like are they frozen their bank accounts yeah like you dealing with the giant and that's why like even like my sister called me yesterday like oh no the cops are moving in busloads of rcmp opp ottawa police Basically, people that have the jurisdiction, I don't know, to be sure. You can't hear me at all, ever. No, I can't hear you. You're fine. You're fine. Keep going. I, I did one, and then I watched it after. I'm like, geez, I wish I would have known that uh, I sounded like Don't that. worry about it, man. I can fix it in post. All Just right. Go um, for it. So um, the thing about it is, is that I don't know where we were. but uh, <laughs> you're, but You were talking about your family, talking about yeah. your sister being worried about you. Well, people being worried about you and it's like look at i'm i'm already entrenched I, I drew my line in the sand on day three i've now been here 21 days 22 like you know, wow. i don't even know how, i didn't even know today was thursday um to be honest and uh one sec bro what's up you know everything is going on right now hey what's going they on sealed, they sealed, they sealed off downtown and they're coming i know they sealed off downtown yeah. but they're not coming bro oh they're working their way from the north right now there's about 150 of them yeah yeah i just they just went by me on bronson but yeah uh, well hold tight steadfast yeah. buddy hold your line yeah no i'm hold your line Fuck you guys know what's going on. My language. yeah talking so, about he's is he talking about cops coming right now oh absolutely man uh they've blocked off the entire city um nobody uh gets out uh and even if you leave try to explain this to my sister even if i leave today the cops are at my house. My bank account is seized tomorrow anyway. Even if they come and ask me to peacefully leave. Like, you're playing against somebody who just doesn't play fair. You try to peacefully protest your government and exercise your constitutional right, you know, to freedom of speech without an insurrection or anything like that. And the guy literally pulled out every stop that he possibly could. He's well, they've called you. They've called you racist. They've called you insurrectionist. They've called you. Uh, they've said you're the ones trampling freedom. And now they're. They're fucking taking bank accounts. I mean, what we have, you guys are dealing with a situation of absolute tyranny. There's no other words for it. It's, well, it's tyranny. And, and like, even though I said, like, it may start it in Ottawa. It doesn't finish in Ottawa. Um, you know, but like, even if you go home uh, at some point, like I have, like all the police have my name. I have my number. I told them if anything happens, call me. If something happens, I need you to talk to me, whatever. Um, whatever. I like, I, I play hockey with Toronto police department, uh, officers. I coach with RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Yeah. So let uh, me ask you about that. The, the police, Pol police are blue collar guys. I don't, I don't imagine they love all these fucking mandates either. Are they, 
are they just blindly following orders or are some of them like crossing the picket line? Well, the problem is, is that they fired the Ottawa chief of police, which isn't a firing. Like they, they pushed him out. They brought in somebody who was not good, like not whatever. He just gave a press conference that said basically, like in this country, you have a freedom to go wherever you want. If you want to go to the city of Ottawa, you can go to the city of Ottawa. Like, it's not like you have a legal right to a right of way of road. Like, you, you know what I mean? The cop, like, oh, you just can't come down here. You can't go here. Like, I understand it. Like, well, I guess with the state of emergencies and the, and the different enactments and stuff that they made. But that's the, that's the problem with, um, that's the problem with the government. Well, they, they literally. They suspended your right to go anywhere when they, they, I mean, he essentially declared martial law, which suspends natural rights. That's what's so outrageous about it. You guys are peaceful from everything I've seen. And he's declaring martial law to clean up the situation. So you have no more rights. But even the thing about the martial law thing is it's not even martial law. It hasn't even been passed. One guy said, I want to declare the emergencies act. Now, the Emergencies Act, much like the U.S., it still has to go through the House of Commons. It still has to be passed in Parliament. And then it still has to go through the Attorney General's office, who's the direct responsibility from the Queen, you know, because we still have ties to the Queen. So, and not, that guy's as crooked as they come, too. So it's not, um, they, they, they've tried everything they can possibly do to get the side of the guy out of power. Legacy media is horrible. Like, that's oh, why yeah. the talk to them that's why we won't talk to them i made city tv and like i'm like oh i'll give you an interview i watched them set up the camera for 10 minutes and then as soon as they set it up i'm like okay and the guy went to ask me a question i said tell me one good thing and i'll give you an interview one good thing you said about the combo one good thing and he's like uh, uh i'm gonna get away from my truck and i yeah. only did it so i could watch him try to pack his crap up for 15 minutes and get away from <laughs> good. Good. what a waste of time right because you're yeah. a waste of time it's absolutely corrupt. They're um, they're basically going to come door to door and they're going to say you can either leave or you will be charged with mischief, which is a misdemeanor. It's a throwaway thing. It'll clog the court system. You'll never be convicted of it. Um, and then basically, uh, whatever. It's in, here if you're like good behavior, like so basically you have like it's not really parole, but it's probation, right? or whatever you go on probation for a year you don't break the law again it gets expunged from your record you don't have a record again it's, it's just a way that they can come and arrest you and then tell you you're not allowed to be or come back to ottawa well what um, they what it seems like they really want is it seems now that they've started when they've started taking bank accounts they're trying to push you into a situation of desperation and when people get desperate they do desperate things i think they want you guys to get violent um and if they if you don't get violent do you guys fear like some kind of false flag type of event where it's just perpetrated and put on you guys but we are very vigilant and aware of that and that way we are very organized, dude. I could show you a podcast. A guy rode by here today, walked by my truck and spit right in my face. I tried to make a police report. I'm like, dude, there's COVID going around. And like, you could have half or herpes, but I don't know what you have. But a guy literally walked up and if I wasn't at a protest to tell you, I probably would have ended up on the news. And if I wasn't like here for the greater good of what I believe to be the country, and mm-hmm. buddy in this vote feels the exact same way. Like we good. will not, Give them the excuse this will not end violently, no matter what. They will come by and basically try to force you out of your vehicle. Tell you when you say they, who who do you mean they? 
the police like they and the the atmosphere in the last week since the police chief changed like all of those local good cops so they got rid of they got rid of a guy who might have sided with you pushed him out and now they just got some statist in there they pretty much got rid of any good cop they can i had an incident with the police i'm like and you know it's illegal for them to not show you your name and badge number i was like dude i'm like you don't have a badge or a nameplate. You're just wearing a vest that says police. I'm like, can I get your name and badge number? It's like, you know, for lack of a better word, F off. I'm not giving you anything. Back the fuck up. And he's like, and if you come one step closer, I will arrest you. And that is a lawful order. While they were trying, while they were legally searching for somebody's vehicle. And I had to tell everybody around me, like, look, at, no more of this camera in the face bullshit with these cops. Like these cops will zip tie you, pepper spray you. You will end up in the plant. They're not, this is not your regular every day. These are guys that come in here to absolutely break the law and enforce the law. Like, yeah. and well, enforce the law. They, they're breaking They're law. not, yeah, they're not enforcing any law that I'm aware of. I'm not familiar with Canadian law, but that sounds like unlawful search. Mm-hmm. Um, are When you said someone spit in your face, was this just some random person on the yeah. street? The guy said, fuck you, spit right in my face. I followed him down to the cops because there's cops on every corner. Mm-hmm. I chased him with a phone, asking him to, you know, explain his grievances and maybe we could have a talk and ask him if he needed a hug and whatever. And I, like, literally followed him to the cops. And then I was like, dude, I'm like, I have it on camera. This guy spit in my face. He said, well, you're going to have to go make a police report online. Yeah. I mean, that could have just been some dick. Or it could have been some agent provocateur, you know, like there's no doubt they would love for that guy to spit in your face and you strike him. And next thing you know, now we have the violence we want. Oh, like my car's been pelted with oranges, eggs, other people's cars, been eggs, lady, an old lady got hit in the face. She was just here for the weekend, hit in the face with an egg, cut her face. Somebody took a a wooden two by six out of one of the police barricaders on the backside of Kent street here and rifled it through the backside of somebody's windshield, like their back window of their car. Um, There's been tires splashed, cars, but none of it from our people. And we understand like, that's the thing about it. Like uh, the hardest part about it, what a lot of people don't understand is that if we lose Ottawa and we are not successful, you in Canada will lose your right to protest your government. Yeah. No, the, I, I, I said on my show yesterday that this is the most important civil rights fight I've seen in my lifetime. And I'm, you know, I'm no youngster. It, this is important. And I'm, I'm super proud of you guys. I hope this spirit catches on around the world. I, I hear there's talk of this happening in America. Do you know anything about that? Uh, I heard a lot of talk, but look at how fast, like the, the left is screaming, they're freaking like, even a lot of people here, like everybody's like, Oh, look, the mandates are lifted in PI Ford's taking them out of Ontario. These guys are doing whatever. I mean, if you think for one second that they're not going to incite some denomination of emergency order in the next two years and walk all over your constitution, like we need an amendment to the constitution or to the charter of rights especially in canada that takes out the word reasonably in our first charter which is the one that allows them to use emergency measures acts to basically walk all over your charter they don't exist anymore like i told somebody they're like, no but the charter i'm like dude if you go to that cop wave that charter and that flag and think because you're holding the american the canadian flag and have the charter rights in your hand that you're not going to jail i'm like you will be a martyr you will end up on the news yeah. like 
twist it up like a pretzel and pepper spray the shit out of it, right? Yeah, they don't they don't care. Um, so let's talk about that. Trudeau has not he's not engaging with you guys to even hear your demands because your your protest. What actually is the end game? Like, what do you guys want? Uh, what we've asked for is the amendment of the, of the Charter of Rights of Canada. Um, That's the whole deal? Nothing but, else? You know, I, I explain this to a lot of different people. Like, I went to Vancouver when I was seven years old. I took a plane. It's a six-hour flight there, seven-hour flight back, or vice versa, whatever. But a lot of people don't know what it's like to get on a plane in your country and buy a plane ticket and not have to take off your shoes or open your bags or go through scan tools and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. After terrorist attacks and after the, you know what I mean, all this and it's for the benefit of your own good, which is particularly invasion of privacy. And then your charter rights and freedoms, you have the ability to move around your country as free as you will. You know what I mean? That's your freedom and your God-given rights. The problem is, is that when we talk about this stuff and we all know how the left hates God, you know what I mean? Because if you have God in your life, you have to, you obey the government. And then you ask God, like, you can take my house, you can take my car, you can take my money, you can't take my God. You know, that is a man you should fear. I like, I, I don't fear, you know, yeah. if you don't fear a man or whatever, but if, if you have God in your life, then the government cannot be all men power of being. Yeah. So they've done a really good job in Canada of limiting. Um, they took prayer out of the schools. They take all Canada. You kids don't sing all Canada in the mornings anymore. Um, they tried to take God out of our national anthem. Nobody says Christmas. Donald Trump brought that back. What an amazing thing to say. Merry Christmas. You know what I mean? This um, what you're saying right now is fucking wild because you're in Canada, but it sounds exactly like you you could be describing America and all the things that have happened in America in the last 20 years, which what? which is what makes you realize it's it's a global movement by the left. And I wouldn't say they hate God necessarily. I would say they want to replace God with government. If Trudeau loses Ottawa, uh, like, and if Trudeau were to lose this fight, if we hang on by the skin of our teeth, they vote out the Emergency Measures Act tomorrow, and we win. Trudeau loses the entire British Commonwealth. These guys, they signed with the UN. They signed with NATO. They signed with the Paris Agreement. They're talking about an environmental socialist government. Like, and it's everybody. It's America. It's mm -hmm. all New Zealand, Australia. It's the entire Western civilization. They're going to destroy your currency. They're going to destroy your way of life. They already are. You know, yep. Anything about the Great Reset, like I'll tell you, I own my own house and I know a lot of people own their own house. And when you say in 2030 that I will own nothing and I will be happy, there's only one way you can achieve that. And that's out of my cold, dead hands. So where does that leave me and my family? Yeah, uh, you're right. The Great Reset, you know, they, they try to make that into a conspiracy that's the label they want to put on there but all you have to do is go to the fucking government um, website and you can read it in plain english they tell you what you what they want to do they tell people, you they, people can go to blm and read how their marches i told them i'm like you're i told the cops i've had 50 cops around me all week they do circles and droves of like 25 so when somebody says oh there's an army of cops on there i'm like whatever Oh, six buses of cops rolled in. Everybody hold the decks. I'm like, it's just shift change, especially on a weekend. Like we had 2,000 cops coming to Ottawa. Dude, there's 2.3 million people here. Of course, there's 2,000 cops. Like, um, but like, yeah, the Build Back Better, the New World Order, the whatever, and even still, like I, I said to the cops that are here, the crazy thing is, I'm like, this guy goes on a, a broadcast, a worldwide broadcast, and says that he stands with 
peaceful protests like Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, the left always jumps on these slogans that, of course, you can get behind. What a stupid mm-hmm. Black Lives yeah. Matter. Of course they do. Yeah. Everybody, every single person, you have God-given rights. You're just as equal. We all bleed the same. It's such a stupid thought to think that one person should ever be treated differently than another, especially in this country or in America. People say that America's race is a joke. You guys take in more refugees than any country in the world in the history of mankind. That's why your populace is 380 million. Yeah. It's a ridiculous statement to make, but it's an easy slogan to get behind. It's an easy slogan to get people to support. And then they're now supporting an agenda that they didn't know they signed up for. That's what it is. I'm like your premier sat out there. Your prime minister says he funds. They sent $50 million of Canadian funds, my tax dollars money to Marxists that want to kill and defund my friends in blue and my first responder friends and burn down the establishment, parliament buildings, rob and loot village stores. How many Dallas police officers killed? What was it? 40? I don't even know how many. Chicago police officers, New York police officers. These are the people that run into buildings when people are running out of them. You know, it's the most underappreciated profession in the world. Like, in my opinion, you deal with humanity. Well, I would say truckers is up there also. Right. Well, like, I don't think people but, realize how important truckers are until now. Some shit is slowing down and grocery store shelves are starting to go a little bit bare. Ha- has that become an issue up there yet? Oh, no, it's gonna. Mm-hmm. Like, and what of, happens at that point when that happens? I don't know. Like, you, how, how boycott Ottawa. How about you guys don't have any fuel? You want the truckers out of your city? You want parliament here? Hashtag boycott Ottawa. Don't send a truck to Ottawa anymore. We're all got COVID. We're not going to Ottawa. Like these guys know tow truck companies. Uh, everything that you own, your house included, and everything in it came on the back of a truck. Yeah. Like so these guys run the world and the same thing. And literally, they're the only people. Two months ago, I was talking to immigration lawyers to get to Texas. If anybody knows Ron DeSantis or uh, you know, Abbott or anybody who basically waved their eye. The only thing I'm going to have a criminal record for, which is going to be a mischief charge for sitting here peacefully protesting. And literally it's been like a job. I basically make sure people don't get run over by cars and nobody blocks infrastructure lanes. I, I'll, I'll take you for a walk and show you what I do. I, I literally make sure that no laws get broken. I don't smoke pot. I barely drink alcohol and I literally sit here and make sure everybody is taken care of. Little old ladies are freezing to death in their cars. They got gas, they got food, they got showers, they got people are taken care of. And I'll be the target number one. I'll be the, the top conspirator and all my bank accounts are about to get seized and they'll probably take my truck, you know, but, but at the end of the day, like, I, you know, I, I came to this conclusion a week ago when I put everybody and got the women and kids out and they were coming in and I sat here. And I cleared the whole block and left all the cars running. And me and one kid sat here until six in the morning saying, you know what? It was worth it. Like, it's just a truck. It's just money. Like, it's, uh, whatever. I'm not, uh, we're not ready to back up. Good. I mean, we need you. You're, you're, you're a brave man. Like, I don't, I don't know how many people would sit there when you hear the government's going to start taking your bank accounts and people will continue to press through. That shows that you, this is genuine. Like you're fighting a fight you believe in. Unlike a lot of these protests where people just show up for a good time. No, no, it's not. Like you get your weekend warriors and stuff like that. Right. My buddies, Ottawa police just all the time. Right. But, um, 
like this road is about like those trucks. That one guy there, the pocket with the lights on, is that guy went to go get fuel. But um, you know, what did you really expect? Like at the end of the day, you have to expose the animal in which it is, which is they did a really brilliant things. First of all, they ignored legacy media completely. If you want to see Chris Barber, you want to see Tamara, I got pictures with all of them. You're going to have to go to social media. You're going to have to jump on Rebel, Newsmax, Fox was here today. They knew that um, things were going down. I talked to Fox. I was like, hey, I love you guys. And they're like, yeah, we heard you're all going to jail today. So we're here. And I'm like, that's awesome. Right. <laughs> but yeah. uh, Fox well, is the only one in the mainstream American media that is even giving you guys any kind of positive coverage. Uh, the rest hey, of them are, are going with with the talking line of this is terrorism. That's what we're hearing. They're the only half credible one. And look at their ratings compared to everybody else's. Look what happens when you censor people. Unlike your freedom of speech. I've given, I got 50, like I'm talking to you. I've got, I don't even have a big following whatsoever online. And I don't want to be like unpopular. Uh Uh-oh. All right. No worries. My wife is calling Hey, if you got to go, you got to go. Family's family's important. But um, it is, but uh, she'll understand. Um, well, it's important to get the word out. It's the most important thing. We're both trying to pass a bill right now that in order to be in the press, you got to get a government contract. Yeah. He's going to the free press. If he would have got a majority government, this would already be over. It would already be done. Because yeah. rights wouldn't be, you'd be a socialist economy. In um, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, you, you said... Only only Fox is giving you a fair shake here and look at the ratings. And and that is telling to me, yes, Fox's ratings are going through the roof. CNN is going in the tank. And what that tells me is there's a lot more people who support what you're doing and who fear what the government of Canada and the government of America is doing. So we are the majority. Uh, a lot of people... You hear the term the silent majority. People are scared to speak up, but when they see this podcast and this will be heard and seen and whatnot by about 15,000 people and when other voices like you get out there, I think it can give some people who are afraid to speak out a little bit of courage to be like, look at this motherfucker. He's risking everything for his freedom, for our freedom. The least I can fucking do is is, uh, speak out and let my friends know how I feel. Or, or go to a school board meeting or whatever. Self-censorship is the worst kind. Like when what happened with the instruction and everything, I'm like, oh my God, there was people in our conservative party getting kicked out for wearing mega hats at 2016 Trump rallies. And I'm like, Dude, oh my God, it's illegal to be a conservative. I'm like, people are kicking it off of planes. Like without the opposition, who keeps the left in check? Like without it, it's, it's over. And to take away your freedom of speech and take away your freedom of press, which you're seeing on all social media platforms, people getting kicked off, taken down, yeah. Joe, and all that, like suppression. You got to be careful. I think it was John Wayne he said uh, in the 70s, if you take away the right to say fuck, you take away the right to say fuck the government. Yeah. You got to be careful what you wish for. That, that's, you know? I've not heard that, but that that's smart. Because I'll, I'll be straight up. I'm not a conservative, but I believe in liberty. And, and the thing is that uh, it seems like most people today especially on the left, they only believe in the liberty they agree with. And that's worthless. It's worthless to support the liberty you, you agree with. You got to support liberty, freedom. I, I wasn't anything. I never voted in my life. I, I know more about politics now than I would ever have wanted to know. I, I live in a very rural neighborhood. I wanted to raise my kids, work, pay off my house, 
and die and then leave it to them. I just want to be left alone. That's why yeah. I live in Toronto. I don't live in Toronto. I know it's an hour to 20 minute commute. I don't care. I did it so that I don't have to, I don't have neighbors. I want to be able to play me. I want to be left alone. Like, uh, and I just want to raise my family. And another thing that what I was, one of the points I was trying to get at was that I was taught, like I said, I was two months ago, I was a man with no country, you know? So, um, I'm a, as far back as I know, a fifth generation Canadian, as far as the country heritage goes, you know what I mean? Some English and whatever, but like my grandfather fought in World War II. I'm a very patriotic Canadian, you know what I mean? And even so, I admire the patriotism that you guys have in the States. I hate to see it falling apart. I know more about your political system than I do about my mind. Hmm. And I'm not a political guy, but the more I read about it and the more I study it and the more I go back on it and the more I dig and the more i look into it and the more i add the pieces up i'm also not blind yeah. you know and see the direction and the trajectory like even part of my job as a business owner like i it is my job to look at it all, a hole in the ground and be like yeah your barbecue goes there the thing's gonna go that your cabana is gonna be sick so it's gonna like whatever the flow is gonna be nice and it's all gonna work out well and you know and then if you can't see it you can't build it so i'm a i can see things and i know whatever so and i like to be knowledgeable i'm also the type of guy to buy a part from my truck and spend three days researching it before i put it in you know what i mean i like to be understandable i like to be knowledgeable in what i say and what i talk about so i do a lot of research on a lot of different things and i do but well for for a guy who says he's not political i can tell you do your research because you you know what you're talking about you you've, you've paid attention here and you know what, what you're talking about so yeah you do your research um what about the call from trudeau to to get american truckers involved have american truckers like have they gotten involved and started towing trucks away or is that not working either well they're kind of riding this high of illegally breaking up this protest they're riding this high on the fact that they kind of they took what coots alberta back and i think they got saw the the ambassador back in uh, windsor uh i don't know what's going on in sarnia and whatever, but at the same time, I think they took when they took the one, they got two more. Like the cowboys and the farmers went out and took another one, and whatever. And uh, like my hope is, is that people realize that not only have we been slandered, suppressed, uh, you know, defunded, um, you know, outcasted, and absolutely tyrannically dictated to, while we were peacefully protesting and our charter of rights was completely stepped on. Mm -hmm. to the fullest extent and now we're going to be jailed unless we stop protesting our government without incident mind you mm -hmm. of violence whatsoever except for some douchebag who stole a flag off a girl and then pushed her dad in the face and told him to get out of the city every arrest that's been had here other than the leader of the convoy just recently you'll see it on youtube or soon hey this is my friend here i want to tell you this guy's story hey where did you get all those clothes? I have them with, with truckers. From the truckers, okay? You spent millions of dollars saving my life this year and keep me alive. And I, I haven't got kitted out of their problems since the truckers got here. Yeah, like, awesome. honestly, this gentleman here, okay, he had his house burned down. 
Uh, the truckers gave him a snowsuit. They gave him stuff. He comes down. He eats with every time. The third time I seen you, swear to God, dude, I thought you were just with us. I was like, is, I'm like, holy shit, that is. I was like, whatever. We remember back this in the guy, I, I, when, when everything was going down last night, they said they were going to come in after us. This guy went and he goes, you know what? If you're going to get pepper sprayed, you need half water and Maalox to spray on your face because it'll take the pepper spray away. He goes, if you want, I will walk down to the Dollar Ramen. That's not a far walk. And I will get you water bottles and spray bottles and Maalox. And I will make you guys sprays for all your vehicles. So if they do try to pepper spray, you can spray on your face. Here it is. Good man. Good man. So the community, the community is taking care of you. They're not not like we see on the media here where they want, they want you guys out of there because they can't sleep or whatever. The community is protecting you. We, we, they asked to shut off the horns. We shut off the horns. Look at my, my guy's been shoveling the driveway out there. People are yelling at him. Oh, sorry. If I lost you there for a second. Nope. You got something real quick to say. You know, back in the, when the, before the Iraq invasion, the second one in 2003, Donald Rumsfeld said they wanted to win hearts and minds. And they came up with all these fucking plans and bullshit. It didn't work. These guys but, and girls, by being themselves, they won my heart and mind. You know, I am with it. And yeah. the, the, more than the gifts and, and the food, I know, buddy. And whatever, you'll be here. The chance to actually be right. productive, be part of something. I'm not leaving until I'm. You know the, the honor, courage. Was any luck at all? I'll still be here tomorrow, brother. Okay. So don't worry. Love you too. Um, but it is uh like even the sense of humanity. Like was it like what you know? A lot of people don't like to reference the COVID and what was happening, obviously, with uh, what happened in the 30s with the, in Germany and whatever. And nobody likes to reference anything like that. But it, in a sense, like when you see the humanity that goes on, like what what kind of humanity is okay with kicking a mother of four out of her profession onto the streets because of a medical choice, yeah. or not letting your mom come to Christmas dinner and see your kids? because of a medical choice or having when mom they, die alone in a hospital and you can't give her a hug goodbye it's absolutely like the humanity when people go yeah well that's okay that's your choice and go mm-hmm. and people are okay with that and it's like it started out with a little ask you know what i mean with the smallest ask which is just you know just flatten the curve just stay at home for a couple of days and it was like you know what okay we can and i you know i did everything i could with my family to wait until we had herd immunity. There is absolutely no purpose or scientific reasoning that the research studies would show that my 14 and 15 year old children who are very good athletes um, that I coach just need this. No. Um, and, and even still, and even further and further away, the narrative falls further and further apart. Yet when Omicron hit in South Africa at a 23% vaccination rate mm-hmm. and 70% of the whole continent gets it, and nobody dies. My family danced. Right. You know, we, we did it. Like we waited. We did everything we are asked to do. I did mm-hmm. everything asked me to do. And still, they outcast my. That's my- that's because this is not about protecting you from COVID. It's about having power over you permanently. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's about. So, and that's been exposed. That was exposed. You you said it with Omicron. That's when people really started to catch on. That's what it's been about since the beginning. But Omicron has exposed it to a lot more people. Yeah. So there, like, I I could go on for hours. To be honest, I I do know more information, like about whatever. I can take you for a walk up and down in the blizzard. You saw, you could see a couple blocks. But uh, after the scare last night, when they brought in all the buses and the SWAT teams, and we seen them all setting up, you know, 
I was told to come back and have a meeting. I made a Facebook live about it. I had somebody tape it and I told everybody that I love them and that, um, like it was their own decision what they did. Like, you know, at, at this point, like it's been a pleasure, you know, taking care of everybody and whatever, but it's a personal choice. And mm -hmm. do walks like we're not leaving. It's like, so. Yeah. Um, you guys are heroes. Uh, I, I, I think you're winning. I think you're going to win. Well, like I'm telling you, these guys here, um, and I'll show you a couple of them. There's some rigs over yeah, so here. If you guys are listening on Spotify instead of watching on YouTube. He's he's walking down the street. Oh, so just kind of describe what you're seeing. Some people aren't watching. Oh, I see. Well, we got some rigs here that we have made really hard to move. Um, we got people literally chaining their tires together, ratchet awesome. strapping their doors together. Like they, uh, they are going to make it as painful and as humanly possible to, uh, to get rid of some of these vehicles. They are canned in, they are sardined in. We park in certain ways. Like everybody deckled out their trucks, you know, convoy for freedom. No more restrictions, no more mandates. You got, yep. Hey, how you doing guys? Look at these guys still just walking around in the blizzard, showing their support. Hey guys. Hey, hey Godspeed. I don't know about you. Are you leaving? No, no, no. No, no. Yeah, me, we're not leaving either. So, um, you know, at least we'll all be there together. But like, this and you guys, this is this is a protest. This isn't like the Black Lives Matter that happened here in summer in Los Angeles. It's fucking cold there. Like I was oh, just yeah. looking at it, and it does not look comfortable. We we've had days of minus thirty. Actually, it's not bad right now. Say, like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. did you say minus thirty? Thirty Celsius. So what, whatever that is in Fahrenheit, I don't know. I don't know. I, not I a good conversion that, but <laughs> it's about like yeah, I know it gets cold, but you can see down here. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Like dude, that goes for like from my block at Laurier and Kent that I take care of on my street to Slater. That's about the fourth block away from Wellington, which is the main drag that goes east to west across Parliament. And it goes like this is the leg. I would say it's one of the longer legs of the convoy, but it goes probably about nine blocks back. Wow. Um, wow. And as people left or had to go or certain people, different things, like even today, they said Chris Barber got arrested. So he got arrested for mischief. I don't know. He might have parked his truck or they just had basically had it out for him, which is fine. So they what about... What about um, as far as getting in and out of the city so people can leave when they want to leave? What about some of the claims you hear that you guys are blocking access uh, for like emergencies? Is there any truth yeah. to that? Every single lane has a um, like basically every single leg of the block and of the road has the east to west streets when you get further out are clear. Like mm -hmm. here's Laurie Street, you can see. It's completely yeah. clear. Yep. Uh, and I cleared that. When we first got here, it was a gong show. It was completely covered. Um, there's a fire station on one side and EMS on the other. And I was like, okay, I understand completely. But this is my truck, right? Mm -hmm. And these are my friends. Goes on, buddy. And, you know, we got this nice Western star here. Good friend. You know, this kid, these guys have been with me the whole time. But you can see down there. See those two pylons? Yep. Okay. So that's our infrastructure lane. And you can even see here, I made sure that nobody parks in front of a telephone hydrant. They're the, they're the not telephone hydrant, fire hydrant. But um, anytime there's any EMS, like we don't want anybody 
getting hurt or anybody yeah. not being able to get the needs that they that they deserve. Show show uh, show the length of the road again. I want I want to see that because when this is I, a city block. Yeah. Right. Like and like, there's my truck, and on the weekend, my truck is what you would call. My truck is what you would call uh, a rolling gate. Look at these guys love this. <laughs> Let's go, Trudeau. Hello, how are you? That fascist. Freedom. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so them. if guys, if if you're not actually watching, the road is clear. So they're not, there's no emergency vehicles that can't get in there. No. There's nobody in the city that's at danger of dying out of a heart attack, unable no. to get help. That's just a lie. You can literally get right to, and, and within three blocks of parliament and all the way across, the police actually have put up concrete barricades so that the trucks, because when the truckers came in, they took Wellington. So they took Wellington and they took Sussex, which is basically Justin Trudeau's house. Okay, so the 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 government stole ten million dollars uh, that went to GoFundMe, and now they're locking up Bitcoin and they're they're harassing people in America who are making small donations to you, like they're doxing people who made donations. How are you guys eating? So far, twenty three and a half million dollars or more. So uh, you've already you've already gotten that. That's come through. No, no been stolen. Twenty three million dollars stolen. Um, uh, they, they seized, they did end up seizing the gifts and go. They ended up seizing the, uh, um, they ended up seizing GoFundMe. Then they seized gifts and go. I think it was almost 8 million American. And I think that was Pisaki or Saki, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Pisaki works. What? So in what world is that not theft? In what world is that not a crime? Uh, then they seized personal bank accounts of $1.1 million to the Toronto Dominion Bank. They also... Druthers News and Fundraisers are a nonprofit news organization that does actually has a hard copy newspaper, and they're like our like Rebel News kind of Druthers. Um, and, uh, and they shut down Rebel News on Twitter; it's gone. Counts. Mm-hmm. And like those weren't all funds for. So Twitter. how are you guys eating? You're not getting money. How are you eating? You know what? There's a lot of donations. Believe it or not, the people of Ottawa come down and give you money every day. Uh, wow. They literally, the people have opened their doors to you. Um, I, I tried to get that block at the back of Kent street to condense. And they're like, dude, the homeless, like not the homeless, but the, the people that live in those buildings don't want them to leave because we patrol the streets on streets all night. But like, it's, it's like when, without you guys here, it's too it's just scary to go outside. Oh, so uh, the city's better with you guys there. Essentially oh, it's better. No, and, no. and we can't send you money, but the, the people in the city, are literally coming down and feeding you and bringing you money. So apparently it's, it's, they don't want you gone as much as they put it out on the news for every 10 that drives by and, and honks and waves and, and whatever you get one, you know what I mean? That whatever, like they're just in the same thing. I say, not everybody wakes up at the same time. You know what I mean? Some people fall asleep faster. Some people wake up faster. It's not this, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not, I hate the term anti-vax. You know what I mean? Like I'm not 90% of the people I know are vaccinated. I hope nothing. I'm not like, Oh, you're going to, something bad's going to happen because of the vaccination. Look at, I don't, I, I wish nothing the best for anybody else. Just for my family, it didn't make medical sense. Um, and to me, it's never been about the job or not. I never understood why they would give you a job for a virus. That was 15 viruses ago. Like you don't, that's like me taking a flu shot from 2010. How many exactly have what they're asking you to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Like whatever. Like 
how many more? And they're like, what are we on still? This is still the shot for the original COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. And I can't, it, does, it makes no sense. So there's no logic behind any of it. And the narrative has to fall apart. And unfortunately, I told you, like, the world needs to see this. Like, this needs to be televised. And they need to unlawfully remove us from our vehicles and detain us and, and rough us up and fit us. And you know, people can see that when you go against a tyrannical government, even if you're peaceful and abide by the law and do everything that they ask you to do, that they're so power hungry that they will still just beat the shit out of you and take all your shit. You know what I mean? I hope that doesn't happen, but I, I would not be surprised if it did. happen. And if even if I left today, they will be at my house. My bank accounts will be seized by next week and my truck will be gone anyway. So let, let so, me ask you this just more personally. When this, I mean, what's what's your backup plan if if you don't get what you want? What's the backup plan? Backup plan was to raise awareness to create doubt in legacy media and to expose a completely corrupt system of government. And I'm not them. So I can't tell you what it is. Hi, buddy. How are you doing? So I, I can't tell you um, what the plan is, but I can tell you if I was in charge, what it would be. So no, like, I mean, I mean, you're, I understand that what, what you guys are trying to do. And I think that's happening. I think you guys are accomplishing that. No doubt. People's eyes are being alerted. They can see the legacy media is full of shit. They can see tyranny is going on. I mean, I mean, Justin Trudeau, you, you say you don't like the, the Hitler com, uh, comparisons. Nobody likes that. Elon Musk compared him to Hitler. But people. other than murdering people, he's done all the same steps. So, well, it's, so it's a fair comparison. But what I was asking is for you, if this protest goes wrong, like what, and they take away your license to drive a truck, what are you going to do? Well, uh, they actually took away my license. There's other ways around it. Like I have employees and there's other ways. Like I honestly don't thing they're taking your actual license like the charge for parking your car when you're sitting in it first of all it's illegal to tow a vehicle when somebody's sitting in it with their four ways on you can't you can ask them to move second of all the ticket or the infraction is if you don't move is mischief or occupying is what they're calling it right now which is a made-up crap anyway and, you know the and the definition of it is um basically unlawful use of property that prohibits somebody from enjoying their property, which is what Justin Trudeau has been doing to me on my property for two and a half years. So I was yep. like, whatever. Um, and there's no, they're not taking my license. And if I, whatever I have to like, if I have to buy a couple of trucks and put them on my mom's name or whatever, like I have business people and whatever, I'm, I'm sure. Like I said, I got divorced when I was 27. I left with a basket of laundry, Within five years I had everything I ever had and then more. You know what I mean? Like when there's a will, there's a way. And um, like I said, two months ago, I had nothing anyway. I was willing to sell everything I had and move somewhere else, you know, and I was going to give up on my country because I was looking for more like-minded people that would take a stand and stand up. And I thought in my head that Southern America would be the last place in the world. Like at least put, put me where the guns are. Like at least give me a fighting chance. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? At least like, a lot of the draconian measures that they infiltrated, like that they put in, like Mississauga police coming to your house and giving you a ten thousand dollar fine at Christmas for having thirteen people in your house when you're supposed. Yeah. Like in the states, it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like even state troopers across the board, were like we can't enforce that. You can't go to people's houses and tell them how many people are allowed on their property. It's not a smart idea. Yeah. So, 
Like you guys hold on to your constitution like it's your right arm. Well, you know, we're, we're we're I'll tell you what we're trying, but we've been lo- we've been losing a lot of ground in the last couple of years too, and that's why what you guys are doing is so inspiring, and I want to see that happen here because there's a lot of people who feel like you feel here, and they're relocating to South America and Central America. So are- people and my family considered that, but we need to fight for our own families here. We need to stand and fight and well, take care of business well, here like before this goes global. You know what I mean? You see people fleeing blue states. And I'm like, but all you're doing is leaving all those blue voters over there. You really need to have those uncomfortable conversations with people and, and ask them to research the things that they believe in and the hills that they die on because they believe that they're so righteous in their ways and in the things that they say. But really, like, I had somebody that was putting signs on all the cars today. It said, free dumb. And it was spelled dumb. And then mm-hmm. it said KK convoy. Yeah. And then putting it on the cars. And then it like, and it says that we were ill-advised and duped and whatever. And I'm like, dude, like how, how much don't you own an iPhone? Like, can't yeah. you look at anything? Like, I don't understand. Well, here, I, I do understand. I do understand that mentality. I've thought a lot about this. People want to feel like they're good people. And the left did a clever trick where they align themselves with the idea that they are the compassionate crowd. They care about black people. They care about uh, Latino people. They care about women. They care about all the minorities. It's a lie, but that's a lie that they've told that they've gotten a lot of people to buy into. And when you buy into that, you now think you're on the the right side of history and you're going to go against anything from the opposition. But it's got these people to think that freedom, freedom is dangerous. But it, but it's even a lie that majority people think that because it's not true. That's like saying Justin Trudeau stands for 90% of Canadians because he forced 70% of them to get vaccinated. He didn't win the popular vote. It's a broken electoral college where Ontario has 86 ridings and it's predominantly, uh, you know what I mean? Like people who are led into the country to vote, like exactly what Biden's doing on your side. Yep. And the same by this time in 2024, if you're not vaccinated, you won't even be allowed to vote anyway. You won't huh. even count human being. Nope. So I think you're like, right about that. Like, and even in Quebec City, like literally, if you're not vaccinated, she asking you know, they're trying to pass the bill. They can take your kids. Like, dude, it's disgusting. Wait, wait, Re- rewind that one. They can take your kids. Yeah, if back, I have to bet that. I have to bet that. I, I, but he said that they were trying to pass the bill. That if you like, I know that if you have a vaccination fight with your spouse, your significant other, and your kid, you can lose custody of your kid because of your vaccination status, or Lord. Because, or whether or not you want to get kids. And judges are ruling in favor of this, but the polls here are just as corrupt as the polls there. Like if CNN says Biden's at thirty-eight percent approval, you know it's twenty. Yeah. Like, and the same thing here. Like, we'll do. They'll do studies. Oh, ninety-two percent of people said that in order for your kid to play hockey. They would feel better if they were all vaccinated. Dude, I've been coaching hockey for eight years. I've been a member of the board of my organization. I didn't get it bloody. Nobody asked me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm like, did anybody like and I had a meeting with my team? Like, did anybody ask you guys who voted on this? I'm like, 15 people in an echo chamber. Like, yeah, who that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not the majority. And in order to, you need to have the uncomfortable conversation. My my aunt. I love her to death. One of my probably one of my favorite people in my entire family. I was posting things. I was from Ottawa. She goes on my post. I wish Facebook still had a thumbs down. <laughs> uh, and I, 
what I said to her was, why? And she goes, I don't approve of what you guys are doing. Oh, really? Said, what, what part do you not approve of? And she goes, well, you know, they were doing this and doing this and whatever. And I'm like, well, have you looked into why we're doing it? Like, have you looked into the world economic reform? Have you looked into this? And I, and I sent. Something's happening. What's that? What's that? Uh, some guy yelling profanities. Oh. <laughs> he's not with, he's not with me. Not, not a part of my group, but, um, but, uh, and I said to her and I said, well, what about this? And I sent her a few clips and I sent her a clip and it was actually a Tucker Carlson clip on, on Fox news. And she goes, well, that's fake news. Mm-hmm. And I said, but it's fake news because you vetted it and you researched it or it's fake news because your news source said it was fake. That's exactly it. Yeah. The problem, like and more and more people like have to have the uncomfortable conversation. That's why mm-hmm. it's so important for movements and influencers. Did your aunt? Let me ask you this because you say it's important to have these conversations, and it is. But did your aunt come around? The thing about yeah, uh, I do believe so. Um, I've seen her look at some of my lives and talk about it. I don't think she's as vocal about it. She's not going to like shout conservatism and then live down with the liberals at the top of the rooftops she does live in downtown toronto it is a liberal echo chamber and so is the city of ottawa a lot of people that's why like even in city ottawa we're all country folk here <laughs> like we're not from the city so when i go to build the pool in, in toronto and i see an old lady walking down the street the first day that i'm there and my trucks pull up and i say hello ma'am you'll notice she clinches her purse you know a little bit tighter right Mm-hmm. And then the second day I said, hello, ma'am, you know, and she's, oh, she just looks at me and walks by. But by the fourth day, I go, hello, ma'am, you know, and she'll see me either sweeping the sidewalk and cleaning up the debris that we have. And she goes, hello. And then we'll have a conversation about the weather. And oh, yes. And then the next day she'll bring her dog out and, you know, and, and people start to realize that, you know, that's the type of people we are. Like, you know, when we, we shovel each other's drive. We, we help each other out. Your kid needs a ride to school. You know, we're not your typical city folk where you can live in a condo for 10 years and not know your neighbor. You know what I mean? Like, so there's, it, it's important to get the word out and it's important to remember that when you're talking to somebody, like I know a lot of people like, I can't deal with the left. I can't, I can't like, they're just, they yell and they scream. They don't stick their fingers in their ears. La, 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 la. And I say, give them my email, send them to me. Like, let me talk to them. And I was like, just to talk and I'll listen to all of your grievances and why you think like, I'm not saying every, you know, Mike Harris was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I'm not saying that conservatives didn't do corrupt and crooked things. I'm not saying any politician, it doesn't have, you know, their bad seeds and their things, but at the same time, like I, that's why it's so important that it doesn't matter who gets in. Like I wanted them to see through the protests, to try to get to legislation where we can get enough people to vote so that your charter rights and freedoms is above all the one and only right. Like the thing you got to protect, you got to protect people's rights and freedoms, whether you're liberal or you're conservative, because at some point someone's going to get in there. Who's going to try to trample on you. So you need those rights. Yeah. They're they They can both be globalists. Yeah, absolutely. Money can buy a lot of, people absolutely you know? and it um, has dustin we're 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 i could talk to you longer we're coming up against it here um yeah. you're not gonna get 
a uh, favorable review in the mainstream media. It's just not going to happen. So I would encourage you to do as many of these kind of shows as are out there. These, these podcasts have a lot more reach than you might think. Um, yep. Get your buddies to do them. Let's get the word out. You guys are doing God's work. Super, super brave. Justin Trudeau, stop being a fucking pussy. These are peaceful people. These are peaceful people with reasonable demands. You negotiate with them. Let's get this done. I'm proud of you guys for holding the line. Where can people like, how can people get involved to help if they want to help um, other than the avenues that have already been exploited and broken down? It's hard. Like, um, like it, it depends on where people are based out of, but really the, the main thing to help people out is just spread awareness of whatever. And then, you know, peacefully demonstrate that people aren't happy. The people need to speak up and the people need to know that they're not alone just like you said, like-minded people stick together. It's a, it's a common thing as a human being to want to fit in. That's why when you go into a city, you have different ethnic originalities. Like you have Chinatown, you have little Italy, you have Greek town, like multicultural, like the city of Toronto is very multicultural, but people like to fit in with their own and be a part of community. And like, that's why it's important to have those awkward conversations and talk to people and not argue with people that, don't and that's what i was trying to get to about that where it's just you plant the seed of well did you ever look into it mm -hmm. i completely understand your views i respect your views but have you ever like looked into this and i'm not going to argue with you and i don't want you to walk away from a conversation with me and be like oh i've been wrong my whole life and he's right and that's not the point i'm trying to get across like the, the point is that i'm willing to sit there and have a difference of point of views and a lot of it is listening to a bunch of stuff that you know is garbage mm -hmm. and you have to take that like a spit in the face yeah and then you have to follow that person be like listen just come here and tell me your grievances what is your problem with what i'm doing i've never seen so many people rip down a canadian flag if you have a canadian flag i would like to see the world run out of canadian flags i said that on, on a media outlet i was on i would like to see the world run out of canadian flags to sell uh, you know what because if you're rocking one of those flags in your truck or your car in the next week or three weeks, I'm telling you, you know what it stands for. It stands for freedom, right? Right on. Right on, Dustin. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. You're a warrior. You're a hero. This is an important fight. We love you. We appreciate you. Love you too, buddy. I got right. We had the alarm bells ring off last night. At like, I went to sleep for an hour and a half, and Pat King did a the podcast and that the cops were here and literally every horn in the city went off and it was like everybody get up take your shoelaces off lock yourself in your car and brace for the worst wow. and then and then nothing happened and i'm wow. like so I, an hour and a half so as soon as i'm done this i'm gonna call my wife and i gotta sleep for five hours before i have to wake up and do the same shit tomorrow wow so, that's intense man all right brother doing what you're doing and spread the good word the world needs people like you thanks you know? man well, you're the hero. Uh, absolutely. Uh, We're spread the word. You do the hard work. All right, buddy. All right. Take care. All right, ciao.